So let's do some Jets with Connor Hughes of The Athletic. Connor, nice enough to take a couple of minutes to join us right now. Uh, all right, Connor, let's get into it. I know a little bit today with McCagney was joking around about, oh, he may take a safety, best player available. Uh, let's just get out of the way. There's no chance the Jets take anybody other than a quarterback at number three, correct? It, correct, yeah. It is It is quarterback or bust there at number three. I mean, well, well, pretty much once Kirk Cousins put pen to paper there in Minnesota, um, the Jets traded up from number six to number three. They, they've been all in on a quarterback. I mean, that's really the only place that they can go here with the number three pick. Yeah, we know that once they trade up and give everything that they did to get to that number three spot, that they're going to take a quarterback. I know today McCagney was having some fun uh, joking around, talking about they evaluate all players, blah, 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 blah. Um, another one would be, do you see the Jets, another rumor has come up, do you see the Jets at all trying to trade up one spot to the number two pick? Uh, I, f- I find that hard to believe at this point, you know, because here's the thing about Mike McCagney is that he he loves draft picks. I mean, this is a guy who cut his teeth in talent evaluation at the collegiate level. He's not a numbers guy. He's not a pro personnel guy. He was a an intern scout for the Redskins, scouted in the CFL, scouted for the Texans. I mean, he's made his way into collegiate scouting. So draft picks to him are about as valuable as anything in the NFL world. I mean, he loves them. I mean, for him to actually give up three second-round picks to go from six to three was surprising because, really, McCagney's just been a guy that likes to hoard his draft picks and not necessarily, you know, give out those prime selections. He'll probably with a fifth or sixth, but not like those really good first, second, third-round picks. So if he was going to go up to number two or he was going to go up to number one, he would have already done it when he moved from six up. You know, he talked to the uh, Cleveland Browns out going up to number one, but in order to trade up to number one, they were going to have to give up, you know, future first-round picks. That's not something Mike McCagney wanted to do. So if he's going to go from three to two, that's going to be what he's going to have to do. You know, he's going to have to give up a future first round pick, or he's going to have to give up a third round pick. And and right now, because the Jets already mortgaged their future in terms of giving up those three second rounders, they don't really have many expendable picks. So could they get something done? Yeah, I just don't see it happening because of the fact it's going to cost so much more uh, for the Jets to go up to that spot, and really, it's picks that they don't—they no longer have because they already gave up their expendable picks to go from six to three. Yeah, I'm with you, Connor. I didn't understand that one. I mean, I, I get that people want to, you know, put the Jets in a better spot. Yeah, it'd be great to be number two or number one. Obviously, you have your pick as opposed to what's left after the first two picks. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, when would a team trade up from where, from six to three and then trade up again a spot? I, I just, I, I, it didn't make any sense to me. Now that being said, do you feel the Jets are? And I guess you could say, yeah, because they made the trade in general. But as we get closer here and maybe you hear more rumors about who might go number one, who might go number two, Jets are more than comfortable sitting number three, taking whatever quarterback or one of the quarterbacks that's left? They have to be. I mean, that that's kind of the thing is that they, they have to be. When, when they made this deal to go from six to three and they didn't make a deal to go to six to one or they didn't make a deal to go to six to two, basically what happened was Mike McCagnan every one of his, his personnel guys and guys that he trusts in that front office, they sat down and they said, here, let's play out every possible situation that can happen for us at number three. Let's say the Giants take this guy, the Browns take this guy. I mean, every one of the possible scenarios that can happen with the draft, let's make sure that after all of those picks and everything that could possibly happen, we're still comfortable, that we are still okay with where we're sitting and, and what's going to happen at number three if all of these different things happen. And the only way that they make the trade to go from six to three is if they check off every single box. And they say, yep, happy with that one. Yep, happy with that one. Yep, happy with that one. And it goes all the way down. If there was a situation 
that could play out where the Jets are sitting at number three and they are not happy with the quarterbacks that are there, well, then you don't make the trade to number three. You make the trade to number two. You make the trade to number one. So basically what this came down to is that the Jets were content with the fact that they didn't have to give up a future first-round pick to go from six to three. They were happy with every possible player that's going to be there. And now it's just about waiting to see how this one's going to play out. And if you see, you know, kind of the craziness that's going on in Cleveland and the craziness that's going on in it with the Giants, you know, across town there in East Rutherford, there's pretty much, I mean, we're, what, three days, four days from the draft. And we still don't know what the heck those first two teams are doing. So there's still a, a lot of uncertainty with who the Jets are going to pick. It could just as easily be Baker Mayfield as it is Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. You really just don't know at this point. But either way, in all your scenarios, Jets are saying, they're saying, okay, well, we trade up to number three. It's always about the quarterback. If the first two, you know, if these two quarterbacks go, well, we're taking this guy. Or, you know, these two quarterbacks go, well, then we're going to take this guy. Never involves anybody else, right? I mean, I'm assuming. No, that, no, yeah. yes. no, it's, yeah. And, and then. It's, it's entirely quarterback. And you mentioned Mayfield. Look, I, I mean, again, from the outside, Connor, I'm shocked that he would even come up. I'm thinking if you trade up from six to three, you want to make Make sure you get one of the quote-unquote top guys, whether that be Rosen, Darnold, or Allen. I would think there's still a chance that they could have gotten Mayfield at six. So is it worth you know trading up all that to get a guy like Baker Mayfield? Do you believe there's legitimacy to the interest in Baker Mayfield? It's so tough. It, you hear it. I mean, look, those those rumors are out there. I've heard that from multiple people that the Jets love this guy, that the Jets really do love Baker Mayfield. But the issue right now, and if you look back at Mike McCagden's tenure as general manager, is there are always these little rumblings that come out that they, you know, purposely leak or you purposely hear and, and they turn out to not be true because Mike McCagden keeps everything close to the best. I mean, he does not leak anything to anybody. That goes with his free agency plans, that goes with his draft plans. I think the only thing that got out that everybody knew was that the Jets were going to pursue Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's kind of like the only thing that, that that's ever come out that really turned out to be true. So, look, at this point, I've heard it. I know a lot of other people have heard it, and it's out there that the Jets are interested in Baker Mayfield. And if it's true, fine. You know, they, look, they, here's the thing about Mike McCagney and the Jets right now. They are going to draft a quarterback, and they have to be right. All right? So if they are going to put all of their stock into this, if they're going to give up those three second-round picks to go to number three and to take the quarterback, in a way, you almost have to have a little blind faith that they're going to get it right because what you have to realize and what Mike McCagnan certainly realizes is that if he swings and misses on this pick, he's out of a job. You know, this isn't like he's playing with house money or he's saying, oh, you know what, I got a lifetime contract. I can do whatever I want. If I miss, I miss whatever. It's not that. He has to get a franchise quarterback this year. He has to draft his guy that's going to pan out. There's no other situation that, that I can see playing out here where the Jets do not get a franchise quarterback and Mike McCagney is this team's GM in two years. It's just not going to happen. He needs to get his guy, and he needs to get this pick right. And if he's going to be willing to trade up in the draft and give up what he did to go from 6-3, to three, and he's putting all of his eggs in the basket and saying, Baker Mayfield's our guy, well, that's who he's trusting it is. And, and if you look at the other quarterbacks out there outside of Sam Donald, because I think he's probably the one, probably the most surefire pick in terms of checks the personality boxes, checks on-field boxes. Of a couple red flags there were turnovers and such and some mechanical stuff they needed to fix. But for the most part of these quarterbacks, he's the most you know sure thing of the most unsure things, if that makes any mm. sense. The other guys have a lot more red flags. You know, Sam, Dar- uh, Josh Rosen, I'm sorry, as the checkered off-field with, you know, is he is he coachable? Is, you know, do his teammates like him, all that stuff. With Josh Allen, 
you have the questions of, is this guy going to be a Hall of Famer or is he going to be a colossal bust in the next, you know, whatever? And you don't know what he's going to be. And then with Baker Mayfield, obviously, you have some questions regarding his height and, you know, the arrest that came up and, and the, the on-field issues that he had as well. So, you know, uh, aside from Darnold, there is everyone in this other class has red flags and concerns. And it's just a matter of which guy the Jets are willing to, to put their face in and believe in. And if that's Mayfield, well, you know, it's Mayfield. And, and the whole thing is that, you know, McCagden's betting, in a way, his job on it. Talking with Connor Hughes of The Athletic covering the Jets. If you had to guess, Connor, an educated guess based on everything that you know from being around the team and your sources and all that, rank the, on the Jets board top three quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think it's probably Sam Darnold one, then uh, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. I, wow. I are, yeah, I think that's probably their pick. I think that's who they really like. I know, I know they like Darnold. I know that he is a guy that they really love. And, in fact, up until – a couple of weeks ago, they never thought it was possible. But then when you started hearing these rumblings about how much the Browns like Josh Allen and he could be the one pick, and then, you know, the Giants are going to take Barkley, well, suddenly Darnold's going to be there, and the Jets, you know, quick rushed him in there for a visit. So I think that, that that's probably how their quarterback thing works out. But at the same time, I mean, you can probably go uh, 2 and 2A if you want with uh, Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen. I think those are the two guys that it's a little tough to read. But Josh Allen, I get the feeling, is, is there down at four, that he is he is number four in the pecking order. And it makes sense, man. You know, with, with the Christian Hackenberg experiment and, and how much the Jets botched that, they probably want the more sure thing in this year's class, and, and that kind of rules out Allen. Yeah, and I'm not shocked about Allen. What I'm shocked is that Mayfield will be that close and even ahead of Rosen. Now, look, I mean, I'm not a, a scout, okay? But I, I love Josh Rosen. I think he would be my pick. I am floored, Connor, that... Mayfield could be taken if Rosen is still there and they take Mayfield. And look, the chances are they're going to have a choice between those two. I mean, you would think that they'd have a choice between the three with Allen, Mayfield, or Rosen, but you would think at the very least they should have, barring, you know, a team trading up and, and, you know, taking either Mayfield or Rosen at number two, which doesn't even seem likely, they're going to have their choice of Mayfield or Rosen, and that is going to be a huge franchise-altering decision. Uh, for me, I'd probably play it safe. And, well, I'd definitely play it safe and go Rosen. You're saying this sounds like a chance they like Mayfield better? Yeah, that's what I've heard, man. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I do. I, I agree with you. I, I kind of, having talked to some different people, it just seems like Rosen is the more surefire thing. But again, it's there are some concerns there with him. I mean, when you hear difficult to coach, that's a huge Huge red flag when you have concerns about whether he loves football or if he's just playing quarterback to play quarterback. You know, what is his real desire? Does he really want to be the best or is he just playing football because he's good about it? You know, that's that's a red flag and a little bit of a concern, too. When you hear that, you know, he rubbed teammates the wrong way and that, you know, his teammates didn't really like him, that's a big red flag. Now, are all of these things true? You don't know, but those are rumors that are out there, and usually where there's smoke, there's somewhat of a fire. Maybe it's a wrong impression, but it's sometimes that first impression kills you, man. And, and when you hear those things, he's going to, hypothetically speaking, say you put him in the locker room, it, are, are the players in that locker room going in with an open mind, or are they saying, you know what, I heard from you know so-and-so who played with him at UCLA a couple years ago that he's kind of you know not the nicest guy. You know, those are out there. And with the Jets, when they want that they want that player that they can put all their eggs in the basket, maybe some of those off-field concerns with Rosen scare them more than the concerns with with, uh, with Mayfield. You know, he's super accurate. He's a guy that his teammates love. I mean, his coaches love him. I mean, he can do a lot of good things, and he's incredibly accurate. Maybe they say, you know what, 
And our West Coast offense with Jeremy Bates, he's the best bet. But, again, I think the thing that, that kind of should be prefaced with all of this is that Mike McCagney keeps everything close to the vest. As you saw today in his press conference, hmm. he doesn't say anything, and he loves the fact that he says nothing. I mean, he's, he's Eli Manning in that regard where he talks for hours, but you never get any good quote out of him. I think that he likes that, and he likes the fact that no one really knows what you, what he's going to do, and all you're hearing is stuff through the grapevine and hearsay and hearsay and all that stuff. So, you know, we'll see what he does. But at this point, I think that's as we get closer to the draft and you start to kind of put together where the Jets draft board is, I think it's undoubtedly Darnold one, but then Mayfield two, followed by Rosen. I, th- I think that's where they're at right now. Talking with Connor Hughes of The Athletic, a couple quick ones for you, Connor, before we let you go. How long to develop? Does McCagnan Bowles get? I mean, are we looking? You think they're going to, whatever quarterback they draft, going to play by the end of the season? Are they going to sit for a whole year and then play year two? How long? What are we looking at here as far as development goes for this quarterback? Yeah, I think it'll be a play by year. I mean, the Jets are going into this thing, obviously, uh, probably against him over last year, wide open three man quarterback competition. The difference is, is that when you've got the number three pick in the draft, I think that if obviously the rookie is the best of, of McCown and Bridgewater, the rookie gets the nod. If it's even, I think the rookie gets the nod. And if it's right around even, I still think the rookie gets the nod. The only way he doesn't, I think, would be if he looks like he really just isn't ready. And then the Jets go with Josh McCown at Bridgewater and then work the rookie in once there's a spot to work the rookie in. But as far as a window to develop this, I think everything that, you know, you know, when the Jets would change general manager, change, you know, Todd, you know, head coach. I think if they're five and eleven, six and ten, four and twelve, I mean that Todd Bowles is not going to survive that again. I think Mike McCagnan by drafting a rookie here at number three bought himself another year. But at this point, the Jets have to be a playoff team in 2019 for him to come back because look, they had the most salary cap space in the NFL this year. The number three pick in the draft after having the number six pick, after having the number twenty pick, after having the number six pick, that he's had time now to build this team into a contender. And next year, the Jets are projected to have another $100 million in salary, $100 million in salary cap space. So, again, they're going to be really active in free agency. If he can't have built this team into a playoff team in 2019, I think that's when you'd see the Jets make, make wholesale changes. But, you know, as far as the rookie, I, don't, I think there's an outside chance he starts week one. I would probably hedge it with no, though, and that's just because Todd Bowles is a little old school and he seems to like the idea of, of letting the rookie sit a little bit before playing him. But this won't be a Christian Hackenberg thing where – you know, he sits a full season, season and a half before seeing the field. He'll, he'll see it earlier than that. Thursday night, third pick of the 2018 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select? I'll go with either Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. I think if the Browns do not take Sam Darnold, I think the, uh, the Jets will take Sam Darnold. Uh, if not, then I think it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Thank you, Connor. I appreciate the couple minutes. Yeah, no problem, Sal. Thanks for having me.